I've got one question for you. Why'd you bring that up? Why'd you bring that up? Don't you believe that you, yourself, caused, brought on all these problems? You needed me. All I had was my physical and mental powers. Good morning, good afternoon, whenever this comes to you, I'm Will. I'm Taylor. And we have a lot to discuss, so I'm going to try to keep it organized. I know you want to talk about Monday Night Raw. I really don't, so we'll get it out of the way first. Oh, hi, Mark. the weekend was very busy for us. So, go ahead, get yourself out. Get it? What do you mean? Talk about Raw. Right now? We've got so much more important shit to talk about. We well, can that's talk why about we can it talk later. about the good shit at the end. Okay, why are we okay, okay. Do you want to leave them on a sore note? Or a why sore we... note? This is some good things that happened to us. I know well, it's not going to great... outshadow what happened in AEW this week, but the world literally blew up. Well, so we can't then... wait, make them wait on that. Well, this is your killer first match then, Taylor. Okay. There you go. Well, I... from that perspective. If we're going to do it, we're going to do it. I want to talk about Charlotte and Nia again. Did I just do it? Fuck, Will. Now you're doing it to me. I called her Nia. That's Bitch. Her name. No, it's Nia Jax. Nia. I fucking suck. Balls in a Nia, hat. Nia, tomato, tomato. Balls you know? in a fucking hat. Nia Jax and Charlotte Flair have another shoot match. And my God, was it the best match I've seen from both of them in a while? Was it actually a shoot or did they rely on the fact <laughs> that the internet knew to a degree that that match was a shoot, so they kind of played it for the smart fans. Call it a shoot or don't call it a shoot, but whatever Nia was throwing at... God, fuck me. You have completely ruined me on saying her name. I, I, I did it I'm again. I'm not noticing anything wrong. God damn it. God damn it. I do every time. Here we go. Anyway, the things that Nia Jax was throwing at her were real hits. They were real punches. Whether it's a shoot or not a shoot, they were real punches. Well, at least Charlotte can handle it. Oh, yeah, she can handle it fine, and she did handle it fine. They, she looked amazing. So it was what we wanted to a degree, because despite it being an actual shoot or a work shoot, we it played into the smart fans, like the point I just made. And I can appreciate that they tried to throw us a bone. You know what I mean? I honestly, I know that earlier we had a conversation about the tag team shit, and you hated it. But I really didn't hate it that much either. So here's my problem with the tag team uh, gauntlet that happened. You start the show off with it. That's fine. I understand. But the whole purpose of that match is you have X amount of teams. And then one after another, you have to run the gauntlet almost like a battle royal. But for tag teams, and then you rely on pinfalls instead of putting someone over the top rope. Right. So to have the New Day be the sole survivor, basically, that's what they were building it up despite them getting eliminated which it makes sense because of the addition into the tournament but from the original tournament standpoint you could have had them go through that whole thing win and had an interesting storyline with rk bro for what that is however what they decided to do was go three-fourths of the way into the match gimmick it have the New Day get taken out and then Mustafa Ali and uh, whatever his friend's name is Montour Mansoor get beat up, and then Adam Pierce and Sonya Deville come out and go, hold a minute, hold a minute, we're going to restart this match, but now we're going to give the New Day two hours. Two hours of time to rest and recuperate. 
they didn't get beat up that much by T-Bar and fucking Mace. And I, I mean, they didn't? These big motherfuckers tossed them around. It was a work. <laughs> I mean, it was a work. It's a show. <laughs> but so my point is, is like, yeah, I get it. And I can understand the like sense behind it. But when you look historically, there are people who are wrestling or two shows a day every day throughout the weekend. You know, Friday, they have a double card show. Saturday, they have a double card show. Sunday, they have a double, maybe even a triple card show sometimes. It, I'm just saying it happened. This is People such an old man take from you. <laughs> it's so such an for old you man to take. restart the match and then not even have them fucking win. What was the point of this? Yeah. Why do you have Bobby Lashley an MVP? Why is he not? Is he defending his title on the fucking card too? Or are we going to just put him in a fucking tag team match? Why is he in match. the fucking tag team division? He's your fucking... <laughs> heavyweight champion and you're putting him in the fucking tag team division when you have plenty of suitable fucking tag teams to use but because vince mcmahon fucking hates tag team wrestling and this is not a news flash he, <laughs> he wasn't even there he didn't even write it he just that there you go but they decide that's probably why this got through this is why he's ripping scripts up three, four fucking times because whoa, these dumbasses whoa, 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 come whoa. out, put shows on like Bruce Pritchard and Johnny Ace. What the fuck are you doing? Is this what we have to look forward? And did Nick Khan make these calls? Would you have complained either way though? If it had went the regular way and they went through like a battle royal and won no, everything, would been, you have been like, "This is so stupid and normal"? No, I would have enjoyed it because despite it being something we've seen a million fucking times, at least they're trying to give us compelling stories. You know, they're telling a story by having a team go from fucking square one to the all end. The way, I get you, and it's enjoyable because I was invested to a degree. You love I the actually, new day though. No, I don't. <laughs> I don't like face or I don't like face new day. I only like them as heels. Or and I like Big E, but Big E's fucking off on SmackDown. Yeah. That's fine. He's doing I don't fine. know, bro. I'm on the opposite end, I guess, again, on all of this because it really didn't bother me as much as it bothered you, obviously. I mean, I it didn't really and the other matches on the card like were matches that maybe I could invest myself in. Like, you know how I feel about Drew McIntyre, but putting him against it's it's not that bad for me. Oh, you know you what love I mean? The odd couple of Rhea Ripley and fucking Nikki Ash. It's fine. It's the exact same thing they just did with RK Bro. It's the exact same gimmick applied to two women's wrestlers. Is on it? the exact same show. Yeah. The uh, big, like, dominant one who's reluctant to uh, deal with the, like... Is this an age-old storyline or one that... I don't know, man. I mean, they it's, just, it's a weird line we're playing here. They, You're full AEW now, bro. You I'm are not, full on. I enjoyed SmackDown <laughs> like usual. I'm going to enjoy NXT. I decided to do something a little bit different and speed run it after uh, after we record tonight. So I have that to look forward to. Yeah. And but no, dude. I get what you're saying. I definitely understand. Like, but I guess I understand that maybe this isn't the end of the road for all these storylines. And I'd like to see where they go next week again. Also, I'm very happy with. Alexa versus Charlotte. I'm interested. I know you're not interested in this character whatsoever, but I am. So I'm happy for the people who want to see it. This is something I want to talk about before we move on to AEW's weekend, though. And that is fucking the Corey Graves reference made on TV. I don't know how many people actually caught it. I love Turnstile. I have been listening to that band for fucking probably like 10 years now, or at least since they've been a band around like 2012, 2013. 
So mind you, they're starting to get popular. That is awesome. Well, if you didn't know, like a couple weeks back or in the last week or two, someone shit in the middle of a pit and threw it on stage. <laughs> Corey Graves found out about it. Doesn't surprise me. I wouldn't. If you told me to Corey Graves listened to Turnstile, I'd be like, yeah, that sounds about right. Uh, so for him to make that reference, it's hilarious. But he's making that on national television. And then he went a little bit above and beyond. And, like, try to describe how gross it was without saying, yeah, someone threw shit on the stage. <laughs> and then said, I'm excited for it. Like, what are you excited for? Are you excited for gross shit? Such good shit, baby. And I just want to be the fly on the wall or just in the room to see that poor fucking intern they send into Vince McMahon to go, yeah, Vince, actually, you see, here's what happened. And then he's showing him on the phone, turnstile uh, concert goes awry. Someone throws poop on the stage. And he goes, poop. <laughs> Good shit. He would love it, dude. He I loves poop jokes. See, that's the problem part. is he loves I poop. I think he would like it even more. <laughs> Poop's hilarious. I so agree with him. Very, I agree with I'm him. I'm very torn. But to see a, like, how old is he now? 132 years old? <laughs> Something like a that. super old ass man laugh his ass off about poop. It would be great. It'd be a pretty good time. I'd watch it. I honestly watch him talk about anything, so though. I'm so compelled by it. Let's get out of here with this. And let's go to AEW. Before we talk about Actually, all the additions, yeah. can I say one more thing? I don't know if you heard this. I think it broke today. So have you heard the Kevin Owens shit? No. <laughs> oh, my God. All your favorite wrestlers are going to come to AEW. You might as well just strap your belt on. His contract is up in five months. Fightful release that it's in January. I don't know if it's five months. Don't quote me on that. January 2022. He posted so today. He posted today. Number one, he posted coordinates and they lead to Mount Rushmore, which was his unit with fucking the Young Bucks and fucking Adam Cole in Ring of Honor. It's a, it's a straight troll job for him. You know what I mean? The return of Kevin Steen. He also posted something else. Oh, what did he do? It was something else related to it, too. Oh, he said uh, he changed his location to it's almost over or something like that. It's almost time or it's, you know what I mean? So he's teasing. He's teasing. So it looks like with if Bray Wyatt goes to all your favorite wrestlers of the last 10 years have moved to AEW. And I understand why you're over there so hard. I get it. All your favorite wrestlers are going there. With Sami Zayn, probably go too. <laughs> of course. El Generico, baby. Let's go. It just doesn't end, dude. It doesn't end. He's going to continue to build this culture of happiness at a wrestling company, and every wrestler that we love is going to go there. Here's what you're going to get. Wrestling and sports entertainment. And WWE will still thrive. They will, because they're going to be that gateway drug for people to get in to wrestling. But just like, dude, when I was that age, the, for the demographic they're looking for, the young kids, when I was that age, I would try to watch old WCW and like older, like more technical wrestling and actual wrestling. And I had a harder time doing it. I wanted the, you know, in your face, like, boom, like great fucking killer promos. Mm. Like I would eat up the whole Kogan shit and stuff like that. Like I remember many a 4th of July where I'd be grilling burgers and like bumping like Hulk Hogan's theme song, mm -hmm. like just doing that ridiculous shit. And that attracted me. But as I started to fall in love with what is known as wrestling, that brought me onto this path where I, that's what I enjoy. And that's why I find myself like 
who have it all, kind of like your five tool players, like you said. But look at them. Would you could not say everyone recently they've gotten are a five tool player? Absolutely. So absolutely. You look at it that way, it's they attract me, but AEW always kind of had the spirit and what I wanted out of a wrestling company. And they had enough homegrown stars, enough homegrown talent to a degree. Like, and when I say homegrown talent, like, yeah, they're people from the Indies, but Adam Page was not nearly the most over person from the elite. You know what I mean? Like the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega were definitely more well-known than them. And through good storytelling and enough TV time and exposure, they were able to get everyone involved. Everyone wants to love Hangman Page. And when he comes back with all of these new people involved, it's going to be a great thing. I'm Mm -hmm. telling you, I do not see Rampage staying a one-hour show. I see them expanding to two hours on the Friday night. I think with the numbers they're doing, and if they start booking it correctly, and if they go strictly to a live format, they could truly do it, and it could really change wrestling because people want to do that shit. If you're telling me on a Friday night I could go out to fucking live wrestling and get trashed, and have a great time. Like, yes, it does happen. And I do go to indie shows now and again. But, like, the problem is, is indie, indie wrestling shows, like, sometimes the schedules aren't great or, like, infrequent. But, like, if you had a big stadium show, you know what I'm saying? To go yeah. to on a Friday night, that would be fucking sick. Support indie wrestling, but also support AEW if you like professional wrestling. Yeah. Because as far as America is concerned, there is nothing on the level of AEW as far as professional wrestling goes. And that's, you see the reports of like CM Punk and now Daniel Bryan, which we'll talk about in a second, and Adam Cole, which we'll talk about in another second. Uh, They're not getting pulled by big money contracts. And I know when we were talking Mm -hmm. the other day, you were saying like, hey, like, got to be throwing money. Like, how much money do we want? That's not what's happening. It's not. I was reading it too, bro. I'm I'm hearing the same thing. the culture that Tony Khan has created, which is hilarious because this is no shot at Tony Khan, but the past couple of years, you look at the Jaguar franchise and I even hear their, their football club. They're not the greatest locker rooms. They were in the AFC championship game like two years ago against and lost to the Patriots. Do you remember? Oh yeah. Yeah. Maybe it wasn't two years. Maybe it was like three years ago, but it wasn't that long ago. And to take a team that's like historically bad and take them there, it's not like a bad thing. Well, and so I I would like to think he's applying the same thing to them now because you see the culture of the Jags changing just with the Trevor Lawrence stuff and everything. And this isn't a football podcast, so we won't spend too much time. But even if you do watch in the stadium stampede, they brought fucking Urban Meyer in. So there's connections, but yeah, they're talking about the culture that's being created and that's what's pulling them. And some of the comments are a little bit different. Uh, like Daniel Bryan was saying, like, hey, you know, let's talk about Daniel Bryan. Because I know you want to talk about the media scrub and everything. Yeah, too. for sure. So I just think this whole weekend has been so compelling from AEW. They're continuously every week creating moments that people talk about. And that just doesn't happen as far as a storyline in WWE right now. And, and it's a crazy thing to think, like, in the last three months, they've really taken over everything. All of the, everything you want to talk about with anybody, when you talk anybody with wrestling, with your friends or anything, you want to talk about this. You have to talk about this. There's nothing else. They make it so there's no choice. 
you're going to talk about All Out with your friends this week. If your friends like wrestling and you like wrestling and you see them somewhere, Even what do you say? Even if you don't watch it, you're going you're gonna to like talk I, about it. I see my people that I know like throughout the week that I talk wrestling with because I see a lot of people with my job and shit. Yeah. And it's always just like today, this week, it's been like, dude, like that's all you say and you know exactly what you're talking about. You know what I mean? It's just like mind-blowing that that could happen in one night. Everything, bro. It was an avalanche. And it's not even like it was one big thing or two big things. Not to mention, we've just changed wrestling the a couple weeks ago when CM Punk returned in the fucking first place. God, dude. And that was his first match back. That match, dude. Was, oh. oh, my God, dude. I rewatched it. He is so incredible, dude. How could anyone say he was rusty? I saw people seeing saying he was rusty. Like, my God, dude. That was an art form match. That sit up off of the coffin drop that got missed, dude, where he sits up and he misses him. So clean. My God, dude. There was inches between them. He could have killed him. Well, we'll talk about this in just a second. Oh, obviously, man. you have some words about that. But so with Daniel Bryan, like, you have three surprise, four surprises because you have the guy from New Japan that everyone fucking marked over. Then you have Ruby Soho. Then you have Adam Cole. And you have Daniel Bryan. And so his, I think, was the most interesting because Adam Cole had similar comments, but he he came out and he was like, hey, uh, I love Vince. You know what I mean? This I'm not here to say fuck WWE or anything. I had a different experience. However, I uh, I want to do this. You know, Vince is overprotective of me, and I can do so much more that I haven't been able to do, and we've all seen that. So here I am. Like, I kind of need a... He almost compared it to like a midlife crisis. Yeah. Which was hilarious to me, but I'm here for it, dude. Uh, I know you had a couple things you wanted to talk about it, like uh, his media scrub. I just honestly just his whole demeanor is just so much more. It's interesting. Like it's like a light in the dark between he and him and CM Punk, where CM Punk seems to be this like positive force. And he's just like, look here, man, I'm here to whip ass. <laughs> yeah, and <laughs> and so that's it. A lot of people were like taken off or taken back because he's like swearing now. And they're like, what? That's not, like clean cut, Daniel Bryan? It's like, <laughs> no. Dragon's I am back, so baby. intrigued, go. bro. I'm so intrigued. And then so you have Adam Cole, too. And what's funny is everybody thought he was going to be the face and then come against the elite. No, no, no. He now joins forces. I don't think it lasts long, though. He does the classic Adam Cole move, is what you're saying, where he just kicks his friends in the face. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what if you got Bobby Fish in the AEW? <laughs> My guy just comes and he's like, I got your back. And then if he plays it long haul, five months, baby. And then Kevin Steen comes back. That would have to be. No, wait, a contract expired. He would have no compete. Okay, yeah, five months. Jesus, dude. This is insanity. Do you just all the possibilities that are available right now to us (laughs) to fantasy book wrestling? And we're talking wrestling because, and I, I'm I'm ready and waiting for someone to counter argue, be like, we have so much talent on this roster already. What are we going to do with them? We are going to give them the rub of their fucking life. We are going to put this goddamn company on the map. We are going to take over the art of professional wrestling. We are going to build ties to the community that are already fucking there. Give him, give him a job. He wants a job, AEW. We are going to make it sustainable. 
not to be a part of, like, not to look forward to WWE. I don't know if you saw this. Sounds I like was, the Bill of Rights right you're writing. Right before we started the record, I saw Mick Foley taking shots at WWE, basically just like saying, like, hey, you're just trying to do the same when shit. When he does it, though, it's again. almost not a shot. Like, he's so nice. You no, know what it I mean? It was like, he was actually like, hey, this isn't a r- new thing. You guys are consistently, like, blowing it. You was he like, I mean? listen, guys, as a friend, I this is your boy, Mick. I was just watching. I just <laughs> I just read the uh, transcript, so yeah. I'll have to go back and watch it. I like imagine, I his, right before we I imagine his tone of voice is just like someone giving you, like, a cup of hot cocoa. He's so nice and smooth. You know what I mean? He comes in, he's like, hey, buddy, how's it going? It's me, Mick. Why don't we just go over here and sit down and have some cocoa? I got to tell you some things about WWE. (laughs) And this is the thing that people don't even realize. Yeah, we're getting this older talent because Daniel Bryan, he's not a young chicken, right? Mm. He's going to only have a maybe, if he's lucky, maybe 10, 15 years in the tank, but he's not going to. He's not as a valuable asset as an Adam Cole in the respect that, like, Adam Cole is. On a respectable, similar level. They, not as far as, like, what they've done in their careers, in WWE at least, but as far as familiarity. Like, everybody at this point kind of knows Adam Cole because he put NXT on his fucking back, dude. He was NXT. He's the embodiment of the company. And you know that's got to hurt Paul. Yeah. You know he's, he is sitting here seeing all of the people that he's worked so hard to just take to the next level because at the end of the day, Adam Cole was our, always great, but you know, working with Triple H, working with fucking Smojo, working with Shawn Michaels, he was able to take his craft to a whole new level where some of your people like your K Omegas, they don't have, and it's going to benefit them. Yeah. Don Callis is an asset, yeah, and it's he's helped bring Kenny to a new level. Look at all the ta- they've got talent to train too, bro. Over there, a lot of people that that's are older talent so too. So it's crazy that you get all these different peoples, and you're getting so many tree pulls from different trees. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? That gets me back to my point, though. But you make Daniel Bryan happy; he stays on long after his wrestling career. He, you are built putting the building blocks in for your your training systems, your people who your agents, your people running the shows, being your creative because. If you're going to actually do, like, wrestlers write the shows, you'll never fail. Yeah. Well, not wrestlers, but you know what I mean. Like, you, I mean, I, some sometimes they fail. Yeah, but... Jeff Jarrett. Come on. Jeff tried so hard. <laughs> Jeff tried so, so hard. <laughs> he tried so hard. What was I thinking was Akon right there? It was. So CM Punk, yeah, he's back. And it... It was so good. It was I, a great match, bro. The new look that was interesting as well. I'm I'm here for it. Old it man sense. punk. Old man punk. Don't <laughs> you do that to him. <laughs> people have been saying he looked rusty though. Yeah, I've been seeing a lot of people say he looks rusty, and I just don't get it. You know what also looks rusty? My ass when they lick it. That's fair. That's fair. I've seen that. I think that it's probably seems rusty to me too. It sounds like a medical problem. I should get checked <laughs> you out. Got rust, rusty ass. <laughs> rusty ass. <and> <laughs> It sounded like a uh, disturbed. What were you doing right That's, there? That was exactly what I was doing. Not <laughs> with the sickness, but I'll never do it again because it was so atrocious. So, do you have anything like? I have to say something that I want to give a hot take right now, and it's not about uh It's about NXT. Can I? Do yeah. You care? 
So uh, tonight I watched these Creed brothers wrestle. Did you see these guys? No, I like I said, I haven't watched it. I'm gonna uh, kind okay. of speed rush it. These Creed rushes, Creed brothers that are in the Diamond Mind, absolute monsters, dude. Well, here's what's really funny. They just were like, "Hey, we fired one of the guys in this, so we're now just gonna stick two new people in." There. The two guys that they stuck in there, bro, are like world class wrestlers. One of them's never lost in NCAA ever. Okay. These guys were like hip tossing the shit out of everybody, dude. Like they were nasty hip tosses and slams all day. And you know how I feel about hip tosses and slams. Boner, wrestling boner, bro. That's my favorite thing. That's why I like Kurt Angle so much. Well, now I'm very excited to watch it. I will say, let's get back to all out one more time because 10 out of 10, probably the best pay-per-view of all of the year. Okay. As of right now, it was. I don't That's think fair. anything is going to be better. It's not arguable, bro, because of all like the the surprise. And honestly, every match was pretty good. Why, except for like I don't understand the Big Show placing on the card, but like that was my only complaint. That should have definitely been way lower in the card. But I think they were trying to just take the crowd down to bring them back up for the Omega Cage match because to go back to back, you would have had a dead crowd. For Omega, and yeah. they didn't want to do that. So I can understand. I think if that's the case, though, you should get a better match in that place. That tag team match might have been a nomination for match of the year for me, man. Between the Bucks and the, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It. What can I say, man? Perfect card, and they really they knocked it out of the park. And all of those guys were so incredible through the whole match. And I know that maybe you're not. I don't know how you feel about those guys. You like both of them? I enjoyed it for what it was. I spot fest wrestling kind of gives me. What do you sometimes. mean, dude? There were so many cool, like never seen things, like the shoe with the thumbtacks, and like if you don't like that, bro, I don't know what to do with I you. Did. Like it's just it's great wrestling. Like it's compelling, and like it brings me back to the days that I miss. You know what I mean? Like the abyss days of TNA. You know what I mean? Like that's what I want. Well, they're willing to try it. And that's what's beautiful, too. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. They're doing innovative stuff. Like, I mean, they put... Look what they have done in the past year as far as wrestling goes. I really don't have a complaint other like on the card, really, though. I honestly, like... I know that the Big Show match was ill-placed, but I honestly liked it. I'm also a Big Show mark, but uh, you know what I mean? Whatever. It was for me. Like, I love seeing him beat up people. I can't help myself, man. I. It was... <coughs> excuse me i it was enjoyable it was cool to see him wrestle again i just think i don't need gonna, him all the time you know what i mean but here oh and there, no i don't want to see him wrestle yeah. anytime soon i'm cool with it we still love you we won season two bro you know what it is big show I'm glad we show. got it so i will leave on some bonus content then i'll hit you with some twitter handles john moxley showed up at gcw this weekend and beat matt cordana for the gcw title and then offered gage his rematch <laughs> on AEW. Is it going to come on AEW? It might. They're going to do it again. They're going to deathmatch again on AEW on live TV. Who's to say? <laughs> and this one will be so much more rough because it's not Chris, old Chris Jericho. It's John Moxley. It's who somebody who actually shit. likes to do this. Oh, man. And we'll leave you on that so you can follow all the three. All the three. All the three. At Jaded Rasslin. What? At Todd's Pod. What? At Europe Pod. What? Merch at Pro Wrestling Tees. Uh, they're very backed up from what I understand, but you can still buy our shirts. I understand we're in such high demand that we've crashed the Pro Wrestling Tees <laughs> site. But go get yourself a shirt. 
it's worth it because you'll look even more beautiful than you already do in it. Positiveness. Leave a review. A good one, please. Please. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Tell them. Weekly and bi-weekly content. We love doing this shirt for you. We've started putting exclusive stuff out on YouTube. We're trying to figure out a solid release schedule for you on there, but we are doing live streams and all kinds of cool stuff. And yeah, we're yeah. just happy that you're here. We we're will just having see fun. you on Friday. Boom.